Welcome back to the SCR Back Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Welcome to another off-season pod today. Going through an interesting one. Going to go back through the last three years of Supercoach and look at the top five try scorers for every season and see where they finish in the overall rankings. I think in Supercoach, a lot of times we do go for those try-scoring CTWs. Um, but if they have no base or don't have a goal-kicking, where do they normally finish in a season? Is it worth trying to grab those guys who obviously did really well and you predict you're going to have a big try-scoring season? So it should be short and sweet here. Let's go 2023 first. So the top try-scorer this year was Dom Young, played the 25 games for 25 tries. He finished as the seventh overall CTW. So he was someone who would have been drafted pretty low, 117 overall was the uh, average draft pick. So obviously a pretty high uh, investment. He would have gone fairly low in the CTWs, finishing seventh overall, just uh, goal kicking. Oh, sorry, just try scoring, no goal kicking. They're pretty, pretty impressive. Jermaine Osaka was next, 24 tries in 24 games. Obviously the top try scorer, the top point scorer for CTWs, uh, absolutely killed it this year. We know the average draft position was very, very low. So he's someone who changed those, took those points, those try scoring points and turned them into overall super coach points. The next guy on the list was Dallin Wattins Lesniak. Now he only played the 17 games um, and he finished all the way down in the 29th overall CTW. So someone who in different stages of the season, it was very, it was a very pottish thing to get onto Dallin and then it became very, everyone kind of tried to jump on that. And it shows you that, you know, yes, there was moments that he obviously had a 70 overall average. He played a lot less games than the other guys, but to only get the 29th overall. So some games missed there. There's some low scores in there with his high score. So Dallin's one of those guys that kind of shows you that in the flow of the season, he didn't even finish in the top 25 for CTW scoring. Greg Marzu, uh, he was a second overall CTW and he was the fourth overall in tries, 22 tries. So he's someone who kind of shows you he doesn't need the goal kicking, but has a very, very nice safe base uh, and able to score a lot of points. So he's someone there with a 77 average, even better average than Jermaine Asako, which is pretty interesting when you think about that. So Greg Mars is going to be someone very highly owed next season, uh, just in that base, similar to a Brian Tor. And the fifth guy on the list is Ronaldo Molotalo. So another guy who doesn't have the greatest floor, but does score a little try. So he finishes the 13th overall CTW a 61 average in 22 games. So someone who, you know, you look at his counterpart, Jesse Ramey, an extra two games, but actually ended up scoring four extra points. So he was available for more games, overall scored more points. So that's kind of the story there. That I like to point out, you know, Ramey and Timokol, who finished ahead of Mulatalo. Yes, Mulatalo has more tries, but obviously more points overall is where you kind of want to be um, at the end of the game. Because really... You know, someone like Matt Timical, who only scored 11 tries, was 33 on the overall list, but was the 11th overall CTW. So similar to that, Greg Marzu, Brian To'o, uh, Mould, uh, a very nice floor and, you know, pretty safe in Supercoach. Now let's go into the 2022 season because 2022 was an interesting one for the try scorers because there was a couple of guys who really stood out here. So Alex Johnson had 30 tries. So... That's, you know, one of the records we've seen in recent era. Where did he finish overall in the CTW land um, in 2022? He finishes a second. So Joey Manu, um, you know, obviously had a couple of B games at fullback, but Alex Johnson was a guy who 30 tries and, you know, played 23 games, got a 76 average. So 
guys around who had a high average, Joey Manu, Valentine Holmes, Ruben Garrett, guys that have a goal kicking or, you know, extra games that fall back to him. Corey Oates is someone who had 20 tries that season, 20 tries in 22 games. He was the 12th overall CTW uh, player selected. Murray Tuolungi was third. He was 10th overall. Ronaldo Mulatalo was fourth of 17 tries. He finished eighth overall. And Jeremiah Nanai, who got in that top five, he was one of those crazy seasons. He's someone, again, with that high, that low floor, uh, but with the high tries. Uh, finished as the 18th overall CTW. So someone, again, who, you know, jumped on the try scoring sheets. And, you know, I think a lot of people got conned this season that has passed because, you know, oh, he's going to score a lot of tries again. But again, not much of a flaw behind it. So, so far, the story is telling us, yes, you can go for your try scorers. But maybe a guy like, in that example, Matt Timokor, who, you know, scored a lot less tries, half the tries than a Ronaldo Mortalo, but finished ahead of him in the end. 2021, an even in, more interesting story. So let's just quickly change all the details into 2021 here and we'll filter it in. So Tommy Turbo was the second leading try scorer at 28. He obviously topped the CTW. That was his incredible season. Uh, but then, yeah, Alex Johnston is the leading try scorer with, again, 30 tries. Only finished sixth that season. Jason Saab was the number three try scorer with 26. And this is where it kind of shows you the floor, 18. Again, he had a 47 average for the season, but there were such high scores there where it really propelled him up there. Josh Adekar, the Fox, was the fourth leading try scorer. He finished eighth. And then Ruben Garrett, again, with the goal kicking, uh, even though he was the fifth overall, came out on top. So nothing really new to an advanced super coach, but more for probably the newer ones where don't get caught up so much in the these guys are in the top five, top 10 try scorer list. You've got to have a look at the averages. Look at the scores without the tries. Uh, and obviously, goal kicking is a very nice floor if it's a good team. And then, you know, that base, what's the work rate they get through? And basically, the way we're drafting is, you know, those tries are extras on top. Um, this year, who do we think are going to be those guys that really can, you know, be in that top try scorer market? The fullbacks are obviously got to be in the contention. You know, you've got your Travoyeviches. You drink waters, Walsh, Gutherson. In the CTW, I think it's your usual suspects. You know, you've got a guy like Garrick, Asako with the goal kicking. Then you've got uh, Holmes as well there. To'o, Manu, Mazu is your base guys. Uh, and then, you know, you got your anywhere from an Isaac Tungo to a Heavy Farnworth, a Campbell Graham, Phil Sami, Dan Gagai, those type of guys there. So CTW is always one of these ones where. I like to at least get two of them by round five. Really just lock in, especially if you've got a four-man CTW league, trying to really pinpoint and work out who are your guns. This year, I had Mulatalo and To'o. It just makes you feel very safe in that CTW where you go, okay, two guys that can get over the stripe and one guy that can go nuclear if, if required. So that's CTW planning, and then you can obviously kind of go through and go, okay, who's the Matt Timokol of last year where you can get a bit of a steal you know, I'm thinking of guys this year, like I said, Phil Sami, I think is one. I think Will Panasini is someone who will drop in drafts and has a real chance to bounce back this year. I just think Alex Johnston and Selwyn Cobo are two guys that will get drafted low for where they will end up finishing up. And then I like some, you know, Smokies, the was Brian Kelly, Matt Timokor, those type of guys. Will Warbrick, I think, is someone very interesting this year. If Melbourne Storm continue to go to their right-hand side, 
then you got guys later on in the drafts, you know, Avarillo, Staggs, Taruva, Addo Carr, Bailey Simonson, if D Mariner gets a run. These little guys just got to grab Blake Wilson. We've spoken about trying to find that roughy CTW. I think if you compare two guns, at least one top flight gun, I think, you know, when you look at the draft board and you work out who you're, you know, if you're in a 12-man league, who are the top 12, realistically, everyone will want to try and get one. But if you can snag two of them, that just means you're limiting someone else in that CTW spot. So I think it's very interesting to try and grab the two early. Like I said, by round five, round six, if you can have two of those guys. For me personally this year, I would love to get one of the one of the top three, Garrick, Holmes, and Sarko. Give me one of those goal-kicking CTWs. If I can't get one of them, Toto or Marzu, I think that's the top five. You'd like to walk away with a drop with one of those five guys. Uh, and then, you know, someone in that mid-range for me, basically from Farmworth, Campbell Graham, Phil Sami, Dan Gagai, Will Penasini, those type of guys there. Grab two of those, and then you can fill out the rest later on in your draft, you know. I always like my fourth CTW to be someone who is a bit of a buy low. You can get them late in the draft. Maybe sell them a bit early in the opening rounds to try and get a, a proven gun back who's maybe not performing. That will be the plan this year. I'll tell you what, Zach Labor for the Cowboys, if he does get a run and he's someone who can start, oh boy, he will be very, very interesting because he will go very late in drafts. Um, and I just think, you know, for me, if I can get someone like a Blake Wilson and a Zach Labor really late in the draft, it is really locked down those first two guys. Then on the bench, just grab someone who you think, you know, potentially will get a spot, you know, like a Dean Mariner. If Ronson Cherry is still there, a Connor Tracy, even Jesse Arthurs. I think Jesse Arthurs will go very, very low. May not even get drafted in a lot of leagues, but he's someone who vegan is going to get that starting wing spot. Just has a good floor about him. At least he's going to get you that, you know, 25, 30. And then with one or two attacking stats, now you're getting those 45, 55. So there's plenty, plenty of value this year. You know, I've marked on the big board 60 CTWs, and they're crazy in terms of the guys that are on this list. You know, like I said, try and get one of those. I think the top five. I think you definitely want to get one of the top five if you can. And I think it will probably cost you a second, at least a third round pick. Um, you know, Gary Combs, Osako, I think they're all guaranteed second rounders. I'd be surprised if they leave. I think always as well. And then it'll just be who is going to go early on Marzu. I think the Ponga owner would be very smart to go a Ponga Marzu stack. Um, and then whoever your third pick is, grab the best either half or 2RF to partner with. And I think every year we kind of look at it and go, do you stack your 2RF? Do you stack your CTW? And as we get closer to the draft, and obviously the big ball gets more and more set. But the way I look at it now is we're kind of going through, and I was putting the little stats together for our social post for the top try scorers. It's not all about the try scorers for me. It's all about, like I said, those top five guys just have a floor. And you can't beat that in the CTW. You can get a floor similar to getting a 2RF in the CTW. You just got to take it. So I think if you are lucky enough to somehow grab two of these guys, um, I think you're absolutely flying. So very, very interesting in the CTW. Like I said, look at the try scorers, but also look at, you know, most runs, offloads, tackle breaks. We'll put some more stats out through in the offseason so you can keep them saved in your phone but yeah for me ctw is one of these places this year where i'm just really excited because there's realistically in terms of a number one ctw in your team we're down to about i reckon number 14 i think there's 14 genuine number one options for your ctw and somehow you can stack a couple of these guys and then grab some guys really late who you think will be there like a zach labert 
a Jesse Arthurs, I think you're in a very, very good position in CTW to make some damage this season. We'll leave it there, guys. We'll come back and we'll do a couple more of these. We'll look at some of the try scoring fours, I think, in another podcast soon, just to have a look and see. Obviously, you saw that Jeremiah Nanai example. Uh, there's been Dave Fafita in the past as well. So that'll be an interesting one. But again, look at all the stats. Don't just look at the you know line breaks, tries, try assists. You've got to look a bit further. Look at those hit-ups. Look at the offloads, the tackle breaks, the tackle efficiency, because those are the things that will get you um, the base points that you need. And again, so not so much for me average this year. It's all about total points. Who is available on the field? Who's going to play the most games for you? And who at the end of the season will be highest on the leaderboard because it's not common. It's not hard, you know, to figure it out. It is common sense. The more guys you have in that top twenty overall points, you're probably going to go far in your grand final. So. Leave it there, guys. Thank you for listening. Get to the socials at the SC Heartback. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. We will hear from you soon. Cheers.